Proclaim My Word in partnership with AM 1160 The Quest, Atlanta Catholic Radio, bring you Victory is in the Praise. The purpose of this Bible study is to help you live God's Word daily and help increase your faith and trust in Him. This show is made possible by listeners like you. To support Proclaim My Word, go to ProclaimMyWord.org and hit the donate button. You'll also find the link to register for the current study and receive the study guide at ProclaimMyWord.org. Thank you for your generosity in helping us evangelize by spreading His Word. Welcome to Proclaim My Word as we continue with our study entitled Victory is in the Praise in partnership with AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. I'm Linda and I'm here with Carrie Allen, the founder of Proclaim My Word, a ministry dedicated to helping us know God's Word so we can live His Word and have the courage to proclaim His Word just as the opening theme song encourages us to do. Carrie, before we begin our episode three called Praising God in All Circumstances, Will you lead us in the opening prayer that can be found in the practice guide, please? Certainly. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. You, God, are my God. I earnestly seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole being longs for you. I have seen you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and your glory. Because your merciful love is better than life, my lips will praise you. I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands and call on your name. I will praise you and proclaim victory over my enemies. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the night, for you are my help. In the shadow of your wings, I sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Let all that is within me bless your holy name. I will bless you at all times. Your praises will continually be on my lips and in my heart. For you alone are worthy of all praise. All honor and glory belong to you, Lord, both now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Carrie. Just a reminder, there is a free practice guide available that you can keep using and referring to after finishing this study. Remind the listeners of your website, please. Yes, it is ProclaimMyWord.org. And there you can find the link to register and see other Bible studies, as well as give a free will offering. Proclaim My Word wants to provide the materials free of charge. And if you have found value in this study on praise, please consider a donation if you are able. It is greatly appreciated. If you've downloaded the practice guide, you will find the litany of praise and the praises from Scripture that we have mentioned previously to help you during this study. If you are doing the study by yourself, with a friend or family member or part of a larger group, the litany of praise and praises from scripture are great to not just read, but use to practice praising the Lord, which ties in perfectly to what we'll be discussing today. As I mentioned earlier, the title of episode three is Praising God in All Circumstances. Carrie, would you give us a brief recap about what we learned in our last episode? Sure. In our last episode titled what keeps me from praising him, we discuss several reasons that may keep us from praising God. The first being that we might think we don't know how to praise him. But if you're going to Mass every weekend, you are already praising him, most especially in the Gloria, when we say, 
We worship you. We give you thanks. We praise you for your glory. There are other several places in the Mass when we are praising God. Praising and worshiping God is the purpose of the Mass. It's where we join our praises with the praises of the angels and saints in heaven. There isn't a strict formula. You just have to start doing it. And a great way to start is by reading and praying the Psalms. Maybe you don't see the need for it. But as we said before, God doesn't need your praises. Rather, you need to praise him to get the focus off you and onto him. We praise him for our sake and not his. There are times you may fear that you aren't worthy to praise him, but in reality, no one is worthy of what God has done for them. But you are priceless and extremely precious to him, or he wouldn't have sent his son to die for you. Praising God is not about being worthy. It's about being obedient. It's about surrendering yourself to him and being willing to make a sacrifice for him. No matter what you may be going through, God wants us to know that the battle is his and so is the victory because he never loses. Just place your trust in him. Or maybe you think that you're too busy to praise him. If so, then you are just too busy. We can all make time to praise God, even if just for a few minutes every day. It's about putting him first in your life and making him a priority. Sometimes I think we don't believe God notices us or hears our prayers. So we may say, what's the use? Nothing could be further from the truth. But that's exactly what Satan wants you to believe, that God is too busy for you. God's timing is always perfect. In the meantime, while you're waiting on God for an answer to a prayer, start praising him and thanking him in advance for answering your prayer. And that's called faith. What do you do when you don't feel like praising God? Well, that's the best time to praise him because it takes a real sacrifice to praise him when you don't feel like it. When you do that, you're putting God first and you're saying, thy will be done and not mine. And that's a great segue into today's episode called Praising God in All Circumstances. And I want to put the emphasis on the word all. Is that really possible to praise God in all circumstances? Yes, it is. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that we discussed in an earlier episode? Although they were thrown into a fiery furnace, it didn't keep them from praising God. In the early days of Christianity, Christians were burned at the stake or thrown to the lions in the Colosseum in Rome. There were reports of emperors who stuck their fingers in their ears and screamed out loud, saying, Why do these Christians sing as we kill them? In the last stages of their lives, they would worship and praise God, and the emperors couldn't handle it. They were afraid of what they didn't understand. So, yes, it is possible to praise God in all circumstances. Well, I remember at one time when I didn't believe that it was really possible, most especially during a traumatic or a difficult circumstance in my life. As I mentioned in the first episode, there was a time when my family was going through a difficult period, 
And I got a phone call from an unknown woman telling me that victory was in the praise. I decided then to test it out, and I began praising God during this time of fear and hopelessness. I began using a little book called The Miracle Hour, a method of prayer that will change your life by Linda Schubert. Even though the author has gone home to be with the Lord, I believe the book is still available to order online. I began praising God by saying the litany of praise in this little book. Did my situation change? No, but I changed, and it got me through it with greater faith and trust that the battle was really God's and not mine. As it says in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 15, Thus says the Lord to you, Fear not, and be not dismayed at this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. In other words, don't fear the size of your problem. Just remember that God is bigger and greater than your problem, and he is fighting for you because it's his battle and not yours. There is tremendous power in praising God. And I believe that's why he wants us to praise him today, maybe more so than ever before, so we can realize his power and not fear what the enemy may be trying to do. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and self-control. So God has given us everything we need so we don't have to live in fear. When you feel fear rising up in you, start praising God and watch what happens. When you find yourself being tempted to do something you know you shouldn't, when you're being attacked or facing a difficult problem, start praising God and feel his peace, and that will defeat the evil one, and you will know that you are doing God's will. There's a saying, that goes, don't tell God how big your storm is. Tell the storm how big your God is. Don't wait until circumstances change before praising him. Praising him may or may not change your circumstance, but it will change you, and it will paralyze and defeat Satan. So what do you do in the meantime? Start praising him. Praise him as if the battle has already been won. And remember, God never loses. I don't want anyone to miss that, so let me say it again. Praise him as if the battle has already been won. And remember, God never loses. It's easy to praise God when everything in your life is going great, isn't it? As A.W. Tozer said in the ponder section of your practice guide, Perhaps it takes a purer faith to praise God for unrealized blessings than for those we once enjoyed or those we now enjoy. How often do you praise God or thank Him for your unrealized blessings? I believe there are miracles happening every day around us and that our lives are filled with God's mercies. We just don't realize them because we can't see them but they're there. I love the song called Blessings by Laura's Story. One of the verses says, What if your blessings come from raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? 
What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? What if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise? I believe that is what A.W. Tozer meant when he said, Perhaps it takes a purer faith to praise God for unrealized blessings than for those we once enjoyed or those we now enjoy. I heard someone once say that people of praise are people of faith. Praising God increases our faith and our trust in Him. And that's what we're trying to do in this study on praise. Increase our faith, have pure faith, by being able to praise Him when things aren't going our way, when life gets tough, and when we're standing in the hot, fiery furnace, so that we too can begin to sing His praises, no matter how hot the fire gets. In an earlier episode, we talked about David, who never stopped praising God, no matter what the circumstance was. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 to 6, we're told how a whole city was raided and everyone in the city was taken captive. The people with David had families in that city that had been raided, and so they started to blame David. They even talked about stoning him. Needless to say, David was pretty distressed. But while this threat was being made, we're told what David did. David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. In other words, he placed his focus on God and not on himself or the situation. David didn't say, God, where are you? He never stopped praising God, and he never stopped trusting Him. A great example for us today when we're faced with trials in our lives. Instead of saying, God, where are you? Tell God that you know where He is. He is right there with you, protecting you and fighting the battle for you. Whether you feel His presence or not, just believe and start praising Him. And that's what you call pure faith. You can begin praising God in all circumstances by praying Psalm 34, verse 1, that says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Repeat that prayer of praise and get the attention off of your problem and let God handle the answer. In the same psalm, Psalm 34, verse 17, it says, When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. As I said earlier, don't wait for your circumstance to change before you start praising God. By praising God through the circumstance, it will either change the circumstance or it will change you. Why is it so important to praise God in all circumstances? Because finding the answer to any problem or finding peace in spite of the problem begins with praising God and thanking Him for the good that can come from the situation or the problem. Thankful people are humble people. Praising God helps keep us humble because it reminds us who really is our source and that without Him, we can do nothing. It helps us to know that it is not our power 
that produces blessings in our lives, but rather it's God's power that blesses us. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 to 7 tells us why it's so important to be humble. As it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you. Cast all your anxieties on him, for he cares about you. I love verse 7 that says, Cast all your anxieties on him, for he cares about you. So how do we do that? By praising him through all the circumstances. Do you know what the word cast means? It means to throw something forcefully. So forcefully, give him all of your anxieties, your concerns, and your worries by praising him. Will you ever be free of all anxieties and problems? Yes, but not while you're here on earth. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16 tells us what to do in the meantime. It says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. When you praise God, He is right there with you. Your focus is on Him and not on your problem. By praising God, you can find peace in the midst of chaos. Praising God also draws us nearer to Him. And as it says in James chapter 4, verse 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Psalm 22, verse 3 tells us that God is enthroned in the praises of his people. Other translations say that God inhabits the praises of his people. You and I and everyone listening are his people. Therefore, when we're praising him, he is right there with us. I think that's so inspiring, knowing that God lives in our praises. When we praise God and lift his name up, he is present with us, and he is glorified in our praises. Isn't that amazing? Knowing that God, in all his fullness, lives and dwells in our praises of him. Our praise is irresistible to God. As soon as he hears us praise his name, He's ready to be with us and answer us. What an awesome God we serve. And that's why he deserves our praise, because he cares for us and he is worthy. His desire is that we live in his presence and not in fear. As Psalm 27 verse 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Again, repeat that prayer of praise to get the attention off of your problem and let God handle the answer. Worry and fear will not bring you peace. They will only bring you more anxiety because you're focusing on the problem and not on the Lord. We need to stop trying to fix everything on our own and let God take over. In order to do that, we need to trust him, surrender to him, and believe and know that he is working for our good. 
Complaining will get you nowhere, but praise will bring you peace. Satan is the destroyer of peace. He wants you to live in fear and worry. He wants you to be depressed, but you can't give in to him, no matter how much he tries to distract you. Recall the story I told previously about my spiritual director, Sister Carol, who wanted me to spend some quiet time praying with a certain verse from Scripture while I was on a silent retreat? Every time I tried to quiet my mind and focus on the verse, I would see an image of a ferocious growling dog that looked like he was going to attack me. The next day, when I told my spiritual director what happened, she said, that Satan was trying to stop me from focusing on the verse and to just start praising God when that happens, and he will leave because Satan can't stand to be where God is being praised. You see, Satan wants the honor and glory for himself. He wants the praise that belongs to God alone. James chapter 4, verse 7 says, "'Submit yourselves, therefore, to God,' Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Praising God helps us submit to him. And as I said before, it helps humble us. So if you're feeling distracted or discouraged, just place your focus on God by praising him and let him fight your battle. I believe that there's a lot of spiritual warfare going on right now in our world, in our church, and certainly in our families. Satan wants us to live in fear, but we can't give in to him. Praising God is one of the greatest weapons we have to fight against the enemy, the evil one who is trying to destroy our peace. I want to challenge you to think of something that you're struggling with right now, an illness, a problem with a child, differences with a spouse, financial problems, you get the idea. Instead of worrying or being fearful about the problem, Tell the Lord you're going to praise him no matter what is going on. Give him the storm in your life. Start praising him every day for at least a week using the litany of praise in the practice guide. It'll only take about five minutes a day. Pray the litany of praise every day. Don't just read it, pray it. When you feel worry or fear begin to take over, start praising God. And record your prayer time in your journal especially at the end of the week. It will also be helpful to listen to praise and worship music in your home and in your car, wherever you are, when your mind starts to fixate on the problem. The point is to make praising God an important part of your daily life, wherever you are. And regardless of what you're going through, believe in his power and sing his praises. No matter how heavy your heart may be, let God do the heavy lifting. That's exactly what St. Paul did when he was thrown into prison awaiting his execution. He slept on a cold, hard stone floor in the dark. He was in chains and in constant pain. He was unjustly accused and brutally beaten. If anyone ever had a right to complain, it was Paul. But instead of complaining, what did he do? He kept praising and giving thanks to God, even in the middle of great pain while he was imprisoned. This is what he wrote in the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 19 and 20. Sing 
and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praising and giving thanks to the Lord was not a a once-a-year event for Paul, but a daily reality that changed his life and filled him with joy in every situation. Paul trusted that God would always be with him and would never leave him. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And I would add, just keep praising him. Recently, I discovered something about praising God that I have found to be very helpful. When I'm confronted with a difficult situation or a person that I might not agree with, rather than trying to defend my position, I begin to start silently praising God. And I have to tell you, it's, it's been powerful as it helps bring peace into the disagreement and sometimes just makes it go away. Several years ago, when we were raising our grandchildren, I had a spiritual director who was a priest. And one day, I shared with him how difficult it was at times not to get impatient or frustrated with the grandchildren. He suggested that every time I felt myself becoming anxious or frustrated, to just start saying the glory be. I didn't realize it then, but what he was suggesting was, when that happened, start praising God and place my focus on him and not on myself or the situation. Try it. The next time you get frustrated with someone, especially a family member, instead of defending yourself and arguing with the person, trying to prove you're right, start praising God. And when you do, you're giving him the problem and recognizing that he's there to fight your battles, no matter how big or how small. And don't forget, you don't have to prove you're right. I'm sure that you've heard the term catchphrase. Well, I'm going to suggest that you start using a catch praise, which is a praise you automatically go to when you need it. I have a catch praise that I say when I'm in that kind of situation that I say automatically without having to think. I just start saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, bless his holy name. And I just keep repeating it and I take the focus off me and I place it on the Lord. Your go-to catch praise can be the glory be. Or it can be as simple as, I praise you, Lord, for you are worthy of my praise. It may not change the situation, but it will change you when your focus is in the right place. Remember, we praise God for our sake and not his. Praising God releases his power, his grace, and his strength in us. It reminds us that he is present and active in our lives and that we are dependent on him because without him, we can do nothing. That is why, Linda, we want to praise the Lord at all times. I got it, Carrie. I definitely understand. Praise God in all circumstances. Right. Now, that's great. I have so many questions I want to ask. But before 
we move into Proclaim My Word Unplugged, I want to remind our listeners that you are listening to Victory is in the Praise on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. So let's move into Proclaim My Word Unplugged, the QA part of this episode. And I'm going to start off with one of the first things you said, and I think it's important because it, in order to praise God in all circumstances mm-hmm. and put your trust in him, you need to put trust in someone who's trustworthy. But mm-hmm. also, you said God never loses. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about God never loses and when we actually have that understanding, how that can make us trust him in all circumstances. Well, God can't lose. I mean, he's God. <laughs> he can't He can't lose. It's like he can't stop loving and he can't stop being merciful. He can't lose. He is all powerful. There's no one more powerful than God. Mm-hmm. And you think Satan would understand that. Although Satan does know that, he still tries to take as many of us with him as possible. So God is all powerful. And, and that's why praising him, him is so important because... We can tap into that power. We tap into that power. Yeah, because we tend to trust God when things are going great. Right. You know, and maybe it's easy. Exactly. Or we don't even consider him because we don't need him. But immediately when things start to not go the way we want, then we go into the why God, why would you allow this? Uh, A great loving God wouldn't do this. And that's what I think. Satan sees. Mm-hmm, he sees mm-hmm. that as like a perfect entryway to destroy our trust. Right. He wants us to blame God. Yes. Yeah. 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 And we, we tend to do that a lot, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We never really consider the fact that it's the devil. Like even when it's someone you love and there's a lot of division and some things are said, we never think, even though it's in the, in the gospels, uh, you know, when, when uh, Jesus says to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Right. It wasn't, he, he was just seeing it for what it is. He right. knew that the devil was going to try to thwart his, his plans. That's right. And it, the devil tries to do the same to us. Yeah. And he will do anything to keep us from praising him and giving God all the glory. Mm-hmm. That's why it's such a tremendous weapon for us. It's yeah. better than a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also too, there's so, the, the, our faith gives us so many helps right to Absolutely. so many weapons like you said but one thing about faith or praise which is based you know so much on faith one thing about praise is that we can tap into it instantaneously that's right anytime no matter where you are mm-hmm. even if you're in a business meeting yeah you can tap into it yeah and right away it's yeah. right there for our yeah. taking it's great to use in the car too and it keeps you from getting too frustrated mm-hmm. <laughs> driving well and also too you think about it and it's easy to see it objectively if you're looking at someone else's problems but i think we've all known ourselves in a situation or someone else in a situation where they're kind of like the circumstances have not been good it's like one thing after the other after the other neuroscience teaches us that when we're in that fight or flight mode mm-hmm. we're not making the best decisions that's right you know the executive function sort of goes out the window and so what i've seen with praising him is i'm getting kind of that fight or flight or what about this and some bad news has come is that when i praise him it allows me to calm down and focus on him. And then sometimes what I need to do, if it's something I need to do, right? Not, not always. Sometimes we just give it to the Lord. And like you said, from the Chronicles, just let him fight the battle. Uh, But if I have to do something, it becomes very clear to me. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And also God speaks to us when we're spending time praising him. Uh, and if we take time just to stop and listen, he will speak to us. So you saying that reminds me of a situation in my life that occurred. And let's just say but just like in the Psalms, there's many stories of unjust things happening. Right. And God is a God of justice. Mm-hmm. And there was a certain situation happened in my life and it was just very unjust. And I was at the point where even when something's done to you, sometimes there's certain things you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember one night I was home alone and I just kept saying, why, Lord, why? I didn't do anything. I I don't even want to be involved at all. I don't want to do, you know, what I felt called that I should do. And I remember what you said in the book of Esther. You said Psalm 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I literally uh, hopped in bed and I said out loud Psalm 100. So when I pray out loud, when I say a Psalm out loud, I know it's bad because my <laughs> mind is just going. And after I said it, I thought to myself, I feel a little better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, so my next thing, and I just thought, well, Lord, if you kind of popped in my mind the reminder of Psalm 100, then could you give me another Psalm? <laughs> and he gave me Psalm 57. Uh-huh. And Psalm 57 is about when something unjustly happens and those that are trying to go against you fall in the trap themselves. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And what does that tell you about God, that he hears you, that he's right there with you? He's right there. And it yeah. was, it reminded me, it was funny because it was the book of Esther and then you think the Haman and Mordecai and yeah. how that whole flip happened. But yes, he heard me. And then I was like, okay, I'm at peace. And I went to bed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it just took away all that angst and pressure that I was feeling. So praise does work. It does. And it does bring you peace. Mm-hmm. It really does. And when we have peace, how does that help us hear the Lord? Well, it helps us because our mind is not racing, going over the problem or the situation that we're in. It helps us to calm our minds and just sort of empty them and just listen. And that that brings us peace. And it also gives us the ability to hear when God is speaking to us. And I don't want to say that he does, doesn't necessarily speak in words. Sometimes it's just a sense that you get. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a psalm may pop into your head and, and that leads you to getting an answer uh, of an unjust situation. So I don't want people to think that you know, I get an Instagram or anything from God. I don't. Um, I did get a phone call once, but other than that, no. Yeah. Yeah. You had said it helps the mind not fixate on the problem. Right. Don't we all try to fixate many times on the problem? We, we It goes over and over in our minds and we can't stop it. Praise helps us stop it. Yeah. It interrupts. Yes. Interrupts. Right. right. So one uh, thing that I you had mentioned that I really wanted to speak on because I felt in preparing for this, I've just really kind of gone deep and kind of tested myself in terms of, yeah, I think we get sometimes lazy on remembering to praise him and to be in the Psalms and it's true. All of that. Um, so I see it as opportunity for myself to remind me. And so you talked about Psalm 22, verse three mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, god inhabits the praises of his people yeah and that is when you hear 
very often mm-hmm. with discussions on praise. And it's also the one uh, from the psalm that Jesus quotes, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me from the cross? Right. So I decided one night to really get into Psalm 22 Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was reading it and I was taken aback by how many, I know that 22 verse three, that verse is well known, Mm -hmm. but there are so many verses in there, scripture verses that talk about praise. That's right. Isn't that amazing? It's, It's throughout. And then at the end, so pretty much when you get to like, I think on think like the 23rd verse or so, 22. Um, Yeah, 23. Then I will proclaim your name to the assembly in the community. I will praise you. And it goes through the rest of the psalm. Mm -hmm. So if we know that the Lord said this line, he he knew in the listening of the people there that they would know he was referring to the whole psalm. There were no psalm numbers back then. Right. And um, so I started really just getting into it and it hit me in the middle like of my prayer time. And then I, that like, this is what God wanted us to know when he was on the cross. Isn't that amazing from the cross? He's telling us to praise him, to praise the father. Yeah. Father, when we praise, we're praising all three father, son, and Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I just immediately started reading it again. And I go to early morning mass and I had this huge breakthrough that I had not thought about before. I'm sure most people probably thought about before, but for me, it was new. And I came into the parking lot and my pastor was going into mass and I was like, my senior, my senior. And he turns around like something's wrong. And then I said, I had this breakthrough. I said, I was reading Psalm 22 and you know, that's the one that people say God inhabits the praises of his people, but it's all throughout the praise. And he looks at me, he's like, Linda, praise is through the entire scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I looked down, I said, but Monsignor, it was the worst day of the world. Right. Yeah. It was. That's, that's amazing. It really was. But it was also the best day because like, oh, happy fault. Mm-hmm. That gave us our salvation. And he just looked at me, he's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, and so we can hear things a lot, but when we realize that it's these at that last moments of Jesus on the cross that he intentionally said what needed to be said. Right. And it is believed that the reason he didn't recite the whole Psalm is because he didn't have the breath to do it. Mm. Hanging on the cross, he only had enough breath to say the first line. Mm. And he knew that they would understand. They would totally understand. Yes. And have. And so he's giving us something and it, it you know, talks about descendants, you know, deliverance you've brought. All, so many beautiful. So I think if anyone's listening, I would always encourage to read through all of Psalm 22. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful psalm. Yeah. Read out loud and, and really. And in- that, that ought to tell you how important praise is if, if Jesus could say it from the cross. That's what hit me too, was he is very intentional. Okay. It is finished. So that makes you ask the question, what is it? Mm-hmm. You can go to Scott Hahn's books for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really good. He talks about forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know if those are the exact words, but forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, today you will be with me in paradise. The, you know, the repentance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many things, uh, you know, John and his mother. Yes. Also, and he surrenders his will to the father. Mm-hmm which is one thing praise helps us do. Yes. Yeah. That surrender is so important because 
when doing it on our own, yeah. it doesn't normally work yeah. that well. And um, there's victory and surrender. Yes. That's great. That's great. And um, one other thing I want to talk about a little bit was um, a lot of the, in the scripture, it talks about exalt, like God, you will be exalted or exalt the Lord. Talk a little bit about that when we exalt and we raise him up. Yeah, well, we raise him up. We lift him up. We make him the, the highest, the most important person in our lives. Um, I don't know that there's a, a greater word for what we do when we praise God other than exalt him. So I love the song, Be Exalted, O God, mm -hmm. Above the Heavens. He is exalted. And I believe one of the uh, scriptures I read earlier said, and someday he will exalt us. Mm. He will lift us up when he takes us to heaven. Yes. That's why he's asking us to focus on him now so that we can live a good life here, but also yeah. have eternal perspective. Yeah. And, and sometimes I think people don't realize how long eternity is. <laughs> Our life here is so short and eternity is forever. And uh, we need to think about that when making our decisions. Yeah, so you saying that makes me think of one of the Psalms that you reference in this practice guide. And I will make another statement just about the practice guide. I've, I just have found it to be so helpful because it gives you time you know, with the Lord in the Bible. And you're able to find more of those, which we'll talk about in a little bit, those catch phrases, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you got to read them to find out which one relates to you or could be one that fits your situation. So Psalm 71, mm -hmm. this was a great one because it talks about verse 18, even to old age and gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are you referring to? Linda? <laughs> well, and also one of our a good friends said that he went to the doctor and the doctor said, getting old is not for sissies. <laughs> Boy, that's for sure. <laughs> it takes courage to do that. Yeah. And, um, but in it, in Psalm 71 verse 14, it says, but I will hope continually and will praise you more and more. So that leads me to believe as we get older, we should be even doing it even more. Well, I think as we get older, we become more aware of how important it is mm -hmm. as we get closer to eternity, how important it is to praise him. Mm-hmm. And that it's, and we take, we don't, we look back on life and we see how quick it is. Very. Like 20 very years, quick. 10 years. 50 years. <laughs> Seems like yesterday. <laughs> yep. And uh, the other one I wanted to, the other verse or a Psalm that you mentioned in this practice guide uh, lesson was Psalm 27. And it was set me high upon a rock. So you just said that we will be exalted, exalted. yeah, mm -hmm. and set me high upon a rock. And the picture that came to me on that is on an Easter vigil um, in the past, the pastor of a church spoke about the posture of the angel at the resurrection, hmm. that that rain, the imagery of the angel at the resurrection that sat on the rock that was moved from the temple or from the tomb. Mm hmm and that the angel sat upon it. And that posture is one of victory. That's right. That's right. Great observation. It's not yeah. one that was yeah. small. That's, um, so how, in terms of like imagery, when you come up with a catch praise or just a thought that you just start praising the Lord, talk about 
it, what images you have. Because you said about the, like the growling dog was one, you know, of a negative. But what about using imagery just to focus on the Lord? Well, I don't, I can't say that I intentionally use imagery to mm -hmm. focus whenever I've been praying or something has happened, something will come to me like that dog. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't intentionally see anything unless the Holy Spirit brings it to you to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like once when I was in um, Rome, right after seeing the Pope, I went back to my hotel room and I just laid down and was quiet and I had a vision of a cross, and I was quite a distance away from the cross, and I saw that it had this all this texture on it, and I got closer and closer as I walked towards the cross. I could see the texture were people on the cross, and as I got closer, I could see that some of the people were embedded in the cross, but then some were hanging on with both hands. And then some were only hanging on with one hand. And I realized that the slightest tremor, those people would fall off. I've never forgotten that, that vision and how important it is to be embedded and to hang on to the cross. Yes. And that's what they say kind of when we praise him, we're basically combined, you know, joining ourselves to the cross. That's right. Because the power that you spoke about with praise is the power of the resurrection, mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the power that raised Jesus from. And of course, that's why Satan hates it. He hates <laughs> it because he lost. He thought he won on Good Friday, mm -hmm. but then Sunday came. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he did not win. And for those people that are hanging on loosely, that's why it's important for different items, like you said, the catch praise mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. want to not only practice praising the Lord when things are good, like start now, right, right away right. Right. and if you're already doing it, keep continuing because you never know when you're have that slight tremor or a huge tremor. Right. Right. And you want to be, your faith needs to be strong enough to hang on and, and not to fall off so that you're, um, when it comes your time to go home, hopefully you're going home to the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So funny story on uh, when you need to praise, like in the most inopportune kind of crazy time. So this was years ago, but we had just gotten a new vehicle and we were doing a drive up through sort of the middle of the country, which, as you know, is known for some crazy weather sometimes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it just happened to be where I was the one driving at the time and the other was taking a nap. And as I was driving, it was sunny. I had sunglasses on. And within seconds, it went to like dark as can be. Unbelievable storm clouds came in and it was started having lightning, lightning like I've never seen. I've never been in a situation where I've seen it like the whole, whole sky just light up all around me like a curtain. And then the hail started. Okay, and I had just passed the exit, so there was nowhere for me to go. But I could see way up in the in the in the front of me, like a little line of where that the the storm was stopping. So I said, "Go to the light, <laughs> go to the light." And then, when the hail started, it was like softball size hail, 
and it was hitting so hard. It just, you thought it was going to just break the windows. So we both are thinking like, here we have this new vehicle. <laughs> How do we end up at this place at this time? But so I just started, uh, my catchphrase at that time was the Our Father. Uh-huh. Hallowed uh-huh. be thy name. And the louder the the hail hit, the louder I got. Uh-huh. And I just kept going. People were pulling off the side of the road. And I was like, I'm not a sitting duck waiting for, you know, what's going to happen. And in the back, I heard a grimace like, oh, when one of the big ones hit. Because you just <laughs> knew this car was destroyed. And I was like, pray. And so... <laughs> We're praying, praying, finally get to that part. We're out of it. And then uh, my husband says, just get to the next exit. Let's just assess the damage. Uh And we pulled off and got out of the car and we were going camping. So we had some of those, you know, kind of those things you can clean off. They take all the water off. There was not one scratch on that car. Not one dent. I got right on my knees in that parking lot and thanked the Lord and it was absolutely miraculous because it was, I was afraid it would just go through the window. It was hitting so loud. And I went into the convenience store that we had stopped at to get something. And I talked to the person, the attendant, and she said a tornado had just hit down just over. She's like, all day we've had crazy weather. So I will just be, uh, raise my hand to say yes. We want to have something right at our tips because yes that came you don't want to have to think about it no you do not want to have to think about it and i could have just had a big problem if i had thought of all the things to go wrong i just kept on repeating 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 mm-hmm. and just you know you're the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just kept on going and then it was truly he took care of the problem that's right that's right yeah so is there any situation for you where you have had a situation where it came out of the blue, and you had to rely on. Well, um, before I really got into to praise, I, I remember being in storms in a car, mm-hmm. just like you said. And my go-to at that time was Jesus, 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 because there is so much power in his name. Yes. If you say nothing else, just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. And that was at the time my, my go-to. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a great one. (laughs) A very powerful one. Yeah. The other uh, is a discussion on um, like the freedom that you get when you praise the Lord and you get detached from your problems. You obviously we talked about you can think more clearly. You Mm -hmm. can maybe Mm -hmm. see if there is something for you to do. But what about that witness to other people? You mean in praising? Yeah, in praising when you have a bad situation and then you praise him, you thank him for that circumstance. Well, I think the best way to witness is to tell other people what it has done for you, what God has done for you, what praising has done for you, and how it has changed you is the the best witness you can, because nobody can argue with what it's done for you. Yes. You know, you may, they can argue with other beliefs maybe um but if you're telling them i'm telling you what i experienced by praising the lord um or how god has been there for me during the storms of my life and how he's gotten me out of these situations nobody can argue with that yeah a personal story and then looking at you and yeah, seeing yeah. how you handle it right because that that's the thing if we have a faith but 
we get tossed and turned just like anybody else who doesn't have any faith with everything that happens to us. Mm -hmm. Where's the witness in that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It isn't really that compelling. Right, right. I remember once when we were, uh, I was flying somewhere and we had to turn around because there was a problem on the plane Mm -hmm. and there was a a football team on the plane, all these big guys Mm -hmm. and the flight attendants were bringing them. Uh, paper bags so they could breathe into it because they were getting very anxious mm-hmm. and hyperventilating. And so they landed the plane. We got off and we're um, in the terminal. And um, I didn't panic. I just didn't panic at all. But we're standing in the terminal and I had on this uh, crucifix. Mm-hmm. And this very distinguished gentleman walked up to me and looked at me and he said, looked at my cross and he said, You Catholic? <laughs> And I said, yes. He said, you weren't afraid I'm there, up there in that airplane, were you? And I said, no. And he said, mm-hmm, and just walked away. <laughs> just walked away. So people seeing your calmness and your peace can bring them peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't, it's probably a lot more effective than trying to tell them you should believe, you know, this yeah. or... Yeah, and they they can even come to you and say, "What what is your secret? Mm-hmm. How can you be so peaceful right now?" Well, yeah, I had a in a past uh, many years ago, someone who was just very proud of being an atheist, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really great because had read all different you know faiths and religions and everything, but very proud of it, and one time we were talking about just some things going on and he said Linda can I ask you how is it you stay so joyful and calm and I said you walked into that one now didn't you (laughs) he's like oh my goodness I can't believe I did that I did I walked into it (laughs) but it is it's true that that's that speaks much more than I could ever say that's right my reaction is just people are watching and they're looking to see you know, how do you respond? And, a, and your testimony can be great, but it can go right out the window if you act, you know, lose your peace and any number of things where you're not calm. Right. So, Carrie, that is probably a good opportunity for us now to move to the um, the final prayer. And then you could give us a little synopsis, too. OK, so um, would you okay. lead us in the prayer that Certainly. can be found on episode three? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, God. Be not far from me, O my God, make haste to help me. May my accusers be put to shame and consumed with scorn and disgrace. May they be covered who seek my harm. But I will continually hope and I will praise you yet more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of the Lord, I will come. I will praise your righteousness, yours alone. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? You who have made me see many sore troubles will revive me again from the depths of the earth. You will bring me up again. You will increase my honor and comfort me again. Lord, I will praise you forever, no matter what, for I know that the battle belongs to you, and you will forever be with me. I love you, Jesus, and I trust in you. Amen. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Join Carrie and me next episode as we continue to learn how praising God brings victory in our lives. Our next episode is episode four called Psalms of Praise. In the meantime, please consider asking a friend or even an acquaintance to join you in this study on praise. It's a great way to share your faith and help bless others. It would also be very helpful if you could find a few people to start praising God. Praising with others helps encourage one another, and it's very uplifting when we praise the Lord together. Until next time, remember that it is possible to praise God in all circumstances. No matter what storm you may be going through, Instead of worrying or complaining or living in fear of what might happen, use the litany of praise and or the praises from Scripture in your practice guide and place your focus on praising God. Let him fight for you. Let him do your heavy lifting. Remember, God inhabits the praises of his people. When you are praising him, he is right there with you, blessing you and fighting for you. Praise him as if the battle has already been won, because God never loses. He is the stronghold of your life. Of whom should you be afraid? If you want more faith, and if you want to increase your trust in the Lord, then start praising him in all circumstances, for your unrealized blessings and his mercies in disguise. And don't forget to use your go-to catch praise when you need it. Don't let the evil one destroy your peace. One of the greatest weapons you have is praising and worshiping your God. Begin drawing near to Him by praising Him and releasing the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. And therein lies the victory. This has been Victory is in the Praise, a Bible study in partnership with Proclaim My Word and AM 1160 The Quest. This show is made possible by listeners like you. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting Proclaim My Word. Just go to ProclaimMyWord.org and hit the donate button. You'll also find the link to register for the current study and receive the study guide at ProclaimMyWord.org. Thank you for your generosity in helping us evangelize by spreading His Word. This has been a production of AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio.